Do you find yourself often getting really anxious if you can't find your phone? If so, you need to listen to this episode. Today, we're discussing the rise of the digital detox and our health. All the nutrition information out there today, everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. Hey everybody, welcome. This month, we have really been focusing on relationships, how to build good friendships, how to handle dealing with shitty situations. But today, I want to take this one step further when we're talking about our relationships and our health, and I want to discuss digital detoxing. Now, this has been one of the biggest terms that have been coming out in the last two years is about how social media, how all of this digital world is affecting our health. Now, there are a ton of studies that are showing you removing yourself from digital media will help improve your sleep, improve your mood. And you can look at all those studies in my show notes. I'm going to put them in on the resources. But I always like to break things down pretty frankly. And this is what we're going to do on this. Do I need, do you need to go through a digital detox? I don't know. Let's figure it out. But let's break everything down real simple. What is a digital detox? So a digital detox is essentially removing yourself from digital media. It's your phones, it's your computers, it's social media. You know, I know a lot of us, we use computers at work. So while we might not be able to remove everything, it might be about reduction. And that's something I'm really interested in because, you know, when we start looking at ways to improve our sleep, one of the biggest ways to improve our sleep is to turn off our phones. Stop using our phones when we're lying in bed trying to go to sleep. Now, there is the factor that you have the blue light that's keeping you awake and resetting your circadian rhythm and all of that great stuff. But there is also, you know, as we're browsing through social media, we are finding ourselves geared up a little bit. Maybe we're getting tensed. Maybe we're getting depressed, depending on what we're looking at. It's affecting our mood. And when we're trying to do something like go to sleep, probably rallying us up isn't the way to help our sleep. And we do know there's been tons of studies that removing cell phones from our bed, removing TVs from our bedroom, we are more likely to improve our sleep. So we already know that's a factor. But one of the most interesting things is I see my kids a lot on their phones. And I remember the other day I was saying something to my kids, like, why are you always on your phone? And my younger son looked at me who does not have a phone yet. He has a tablet, but he doesn't have a phone. He's got an Xbox too. So we want to talk about that in a minute, but he doesn't have a phone. And he made a comment. He's like, mom, you're always on your phone. And it made me think for a moment, how often am I really on my phone? And I think because he made the comment that I was always on my phone and I wouldn't consider myself as somebody who was always on their phone. I've been a little bit more cognizant how many times I pick up my phone. And you know what the most amazing thing is? I literally will find myself picking up my phone just to unlock it and look at it and put it back down. Why in the world am I doing that? What's going on? And why do I get all anxious when I lose my phone? Now, part of it is is because my life is on that phone. But I think there's more to that because for me to just randomly pick up my phone and unlock it and put it back down again, there has to be something I am getting out of doing so that 
I'm not even consciously aware of. So I think a lot of phones, I know my phone has it. I have a Samsung, I think it's an S10. You have this option of digital well-being. And if you guys have um, an Android, you also have this digital well-being, I believe. I think Apple has something similar. But it really tracks how often you're on your phone. Now, my family does a lot of camping. And I went back, we just recently came back from a camping trip. I compared when we went on the camping trip to today and looked at the comparison. I use my phone 75% more when I am not on, not in nature, not camping, which to me was rather crazy because there's sometimes you're sitting at the campfire and you're just scrolling through. I would have thought it would have been almost the same. And that just goes to show me how often I am looking at my phone and I don't even realize I'm looking at it. The other day, I unlocked my phone, get this, 107 times. I physically unlocked my phone. 107 times. That's insane. Just camping. When we were camping, I unlocked my phone 30 times. That is a huge difference between the two. And it's interesting to see this because obviously my younger son has picked this up. I have noticed this, but we also see now a decline in mental health. There are studies that are showing that our mental health is directly affected by social media. There was a study done with um, some undergrads and they ended up doing a digital detox for some of these undergrads. And most of them reported having better sleep, better moods, and would be willing to do it again. Now, this is a generation that we would basically say are addicted to their phones. I can tell you I had no idea how much I was using my phones. But now, let's take another look at this. Let's look at it from our relationship and our social aspect. Most of our social interaction is on social media. You will know probably a little bit more about me on social media than actually talking to me in person because I am pretty introverted. I keep things close to me. And even on social media, I don't put a lot out there. But you will understand what I do in my business. You will probably understand some likes. I have fun. I have fun camping. I love being outdoors. I love classic cars. That to me is kind of who I am. Now, if you were to meet me, you might not get that all, but it's all out there on social media. And I am spending more time building relationships on social media than I am actually building them in person. What has happened? Why is this the case? And how can we better build more meaningful relationships one-on-one, in person, than just online with strangers? Now, I'm not saying online and social media is bad. It is not because through COVID, I have made some amazing friends. We actually talked with um, Elizabeth Duncan Hawker last week on building healthy friendships. Me and her have become very good friends And I met her online and recently, last month, I went to a group, uh, it was a women's networking group that I have been dealing with over COVID and I have made so many friends from there. However, that's not always the case, especially now as the world is opening up, we're getting more out there. So how do we build healthier relationships even with our family? And that's what I wanna kind of discuss a little bit about today. You know, one of the biggest things is, I said we do a lot of camping and One of the campgrounds has, well, a couple of them have those big chess boards. Have you ever seen them? They're like, I don't know, they're like three feet tall, the pieces, and you can move them and stuff like that. Well, my kids 
Love it. I don't know how to play chess. My husband knows how to play chess. And apparently all of my kids know how to play chess. And actually our youngest one kicks his ass all the time when it comes to it. But it's funny because recently I said to my husband, we probably need to get a chessboard at home. And, you know, parents, they have everything stored in, you know, storage somewhere or that basement closet. And my, my mom was like, oh, we have a chessboard. You can have it. We have never played chess growing up as a kid. I don't even know how they have a chessboard, but they did. So they brought it up and we've been keeping it on the kitchen table. Well, I can tell you just by having that chessboard out there, we are having this past week so much more connection with our kids. Our son is waking up in the morning and instead of trying to get on his tablet or trying to get to the Xbox, trying to eat breakfast, he is coming down, eating his breakfast while playing his dad in chess. And might I say, beating his dad's ass in chess too, because this kid is strategic. But it's interesting because even our older daughter, who is that typical teenager, actually we have two teenage daughters, typical teenagers, too cool for mom and dad, are playing dad in chess every day. We are hearing more about their days. And it's interesting because I can see the family dynamic just changing and how much my husband is using his phone less in the morning, my kids are using their devices less, and it's actually making life a little bit more harmonious at home. Now, mind you, this is the first week. All of that can change next week when the fun wears off. But I do know my kids are definitely board game kids. They like playing games. And it's interesting because I am not a game person. But I see with them, they enjoy it. There's interactions. And I think we need to get more of that. We need less devices and more interaction. Now, I'm not saying digital detoxing is the way to go. Maybe it is for you. And maybe it's something you want to consider if you're finding yourself having some mood or mental health related issues. If you find yourself getting all keyed up looking through social media, maybe it's time to take a step back. I really have been using that digital well-being monitoring and really noticing how much I use of my phone. Now, mind you, I work all day on the computer. So I have, and I run my own business, so let's say 10 hours a day on the computer. And on top of that, I'm spending three hours a day on my phone. Well, two to three hours a day. But that's 12 to 13 hours of absorbing blue light, absorbing digital media, absorbing all of this. And I think it might be better for my health to back off. So one of my things I am going to do over the next two days is really focusing on how much I'm using that phone. I'm going to monitor it and then I'm going to figure out a way that I can back it off and see, does it improve my mood? I am really keyed up in stress lately. Now, why I don't feel like my phone is a source of stress Maybe I don't know what I don't know. We see so many studies that are reporting better moods, better sleep, better relationships. Why taking that phone and putting it down by having more social interactions. And that's what I hope my, my goal for you guys is, is to really take a look at it. Open up your digital well-being in your phone. Find out how much you're consuming. I had no idea how much time I spend on Facebook. And if you were to ask me, I don't even like Facebook. But apparently, I am looking at Facebook more than I actually realize I am doing. Same thing with Instagram. Same thing with LinkedIn. 
And I think it's interesting seeing these numbers and actually having the data right in front of you of how often you are looking at your phone. So I urge you definitely take a look at the digital media. See how digital media is affecting you. And if you're having problems going to sleep, take away the phones, put them away. I actually, before I close off here, I had um, at one point it was, there was a study that was showing that brain waves and cancer with cell phones. And I was like, I'm going to put everybody's cell phone in the hallway, six feet away from everybody's bedroom. And I never did it because the cell phones were our alarms. The cell phones were this, the cell phones were that. And I realized we are spending so much time on cell phones. And it's actually really hard to find an old school alarm clock that is not connected to a cell phone. So you might want to go hit the Facebook marketplace to see if you can find a clock radio to set an alarm if that's what you're looking at. But it's interesting how much we have depended on our phones and how much that actually might be affecting our moods and stopping us from building quality relationships with the people that are directly in front of us. And this is not just a teen issue because if my kids are telling me that mom and dads are on phones more than kids, it might be something to look at. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Definitely take a look at that media Take a look to see how long you are spending on it. And as always, don't forget to eat your effing veggies. I will talk to you all next week.